When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. On Giddy Up, The Weekend Review with Dean Watley, Julian Valance and Jack Dickens. The fox catcher himself, Jules Valance. Hello to you. G'day, guys. Jack Dickens live from the Sydney airport. Good morning. Good morning, G. Good morning, boys. Good morning, everyone. And the Barry attendant, Dean Watley. Hello to you, mate. Morning, fellas, and morning to listeners. Geez, it was a wonderful weekend of racing, Jules. I thoroughly enjoyed it. It had it all. And it had a lot of emotion, a lot of drama. Like, um, and I think racing is a sport that can produce the. It's the only sport that can produce the drama like it did there on Saturday afternoon. Especially watching Flemington. I was talking to a mate there yesterday, and you wake up on a Saturday morning full of excitement with anticipation. I think because of the new market handicap, it was such an interesting race. And then. You see two nasty falls within seconds of each other there in the size at Flemington. And then you get this nervous anxiety that rips through your body, wondering how those jockeys are. And then you hear updates throughout the day. And Craig Williams is out of hospital now. And our thoughts with Jamie Carr, because she is still sedated in the Royal Melbourne. And while we're talking about Jamie Carr, Benny Mallum, her partner, just released this statement on his social media platforms, and it reads, a second precautionary scan on Jamie reiterated the results of the initial scan, indicating that there is no swelling, bleeding all fractures. She remains heavily sedated to allow her brain to rest. Doctors will reduce sedation as they see fit. She's in a stable condition. Her family appreciates the love and support during this stressful time. However, their primary focus is on nursing Jamie back to good health. So that is good news, but we're thinking of Jamie and her family. So you have that situation with Craig and Jamie, and then you feel a little bit nervous for, in a different way, for Dean Holland, who gets the call up from James Cummings and Godolphin to ride in secret. And then he produced an absolute beauty. He rode like Lester Pickett to win the new market handicap. Um, Lester Pickett's a superstar. You should know him. Google him, Jack. And um, okay. it was a terrific Good training performance by James Cummings. So I thoroughly, and then you had the Coolmore Classic where Jack's horse, Espiona, tasted success, Jules. So it happened all, <laughs> in a way. It was it, a roller coaster day. No, it was. It definitely was. And, and you're right. I mean, sort of horse racing is probably the only real sport that sort of allows that kind of storytelling yeah. to occur. And there's just so many stories within the stories as well. I mean, as soon as Jamie's off to hospital and they're looking for replacements, you just see the price of in secret wind yeah. out and wind out and wind out. And that's no knock on Dean Holland at all. He comes out and he aims and he shoots up the straight. And it was a, a, a great sort of straight ride. I thought on a horse that, you know, needed to be back to her best to win the race, which he sort of did very similar to the Coolmore, but it just goes to show and, and us as analysts and people out there, you can actually now put a value 
on what jockeys are compared to other jockeys. Yes. I mean, is this se- what we learnt for you? Well, yeah, I think yeah. so. I think I think in secret holds its price at four dollars forty throughout the day. Jamie comes off, and and you see the price of in secret continually drift out to end up starting. I think six fifty or seven dollars. So for those out there that think jockeys don't move the price, and they think the horse does it all, and obviously the horse does have to have the motor. But there's other variables in racing that affect the price. And I think we saw that on Saturday um, very vividly. Jack, what did you make of all of that, especially the in-secret market? I couldn't agree. I 100% agree with Jules. That's what I learned as well. And I just thought his ride was perfection. It was properly brave on a good horse on a massive occasion. You want to see your horses like that to be beat at the 100 at the 150, not like just missing. I thought was, I just loved his ride. Full credit to him. Well done. So I'll get to you in just a moment, Dino. So Jules then, so jockeys, you've got to take them into consideration when you're doing your prices. So does that teach us that sometimes that you've got to be extra careful when you're analysing the rides of Carr and, say, James McDonald? Yeah, I because mean... Because you are copping unders. Well, I mean, are you copping unders? Not really, because they ride to market expectation or they exceed the market expectation. So... um they're still doing their job. So you, in essence, you're not taking unders if they hit market right. expectation or exceed it. Um, and there's going to be moments in throughout the calendar year where they don't. And I don't think James is, is exceeding the market expectation at the moment, but that'll turn swings and roundabouts with jockeys and, and the way they ride. But um, you've just got to understand that you've got to work out what price point you want when these jockeys are either on the horse or when they're not on the horse. So uh, again, one part of the little puzzle, but that's why we love it. I was watching Channel 7's coverage from my Gold Coast hotel room the other day, Dino, on Saturday, and I love the interview between Bruce McEvaney and James Cummings, and James was talking to Bruce, and and he was explaining how he went into the jockey's room and had a 25-minute discussion with Dean Holland regarding what he thinks will happen, what horses you need to follow within secret, making sure that he's relaxed and he's got so much belief in, in, in his filly. And, uh, I think James walked out of that conversation and he was having a chat to a few people that I know. And they said that Dean Holland was a lot more relaxed than, than say a few others there and a few of the punters that backed in secret Dino. So it was just a terrific story all around for mine. Yeah. The way he spoke sort of uh, post race was outstanding as well. I thought he was very composed. He didn't overplay his hand in sort of jumping up about. He he gave his respect to the two fallen jockeys and then just sort of went through the mindset he was. I think it was a fascinating story to get the inside of um, high level sport when something goes wrong and sort of James goes in, runs him for the replay, Dean Holland's opinion, what he come up with and then to execute it. I I just think it's an outstanding um, effort from all around and, Thoughts, obviously, to Jamie and Craig Williams, but um, at the flip side, we, we see Dean Holland ride a Group 1 winner. Um, so, outstanding all around. What did you learn, Dino? Yeah, I think there's a couple of things that I learned. Uh, firstly, is Regan Bayless is back to his best form. I uh, run his stats and his strike rate the last year is the best in the past five years for him. He rode Steel City perfectionally, um, perfectly, sorry, on the weekend. Um, so, he's back to his best. And I think the other thing we learned, uh, touching on in secret, is that James Cummings now is, and the Godolphin setup is the best grand final trainer in Australia. I think it's easy to say, but then the stats back it up. Around the stats between listed and group one level, um, all in between then over the last three years. And James Cummings strikes at 14.325%, where Waller and Maranusa strike at about 11% in those big grand final races. So I think we can say that the Cummings stable are the best at producing their horses on grand final day now. There's a few things that I learned from the weekend. 
Steel City um, probably would have won the Blue Diamond. Is that fair to say, Jules? No, I mean, I backed Steel City in a Blue Diamond. Yeah. I still, I'm still one of those ones that you just never know on the on the day. Um, but she controlled. She was outstanding. I thought on Saturday and controlled the race. And you know, she might be able to atone for it maybe in a Golden Slipper in okay. seven days' time. Can she win it, a Golden Slipper? Absolutely. Yeah. She's she's right there. I mean, we sort of know that there's no standout two year old. Um, I love horses on the seven day backup, especially when they win like they like she did on Saturday. So you know, you got to draw draw a marble and you've got to get the luck in running, which she didn't get in the diamond. So yeah. bit to play out, but she's right in the bullgame. Dicko, what you need is a Group One horse. Hundred percent. Well, no, not a Group One horse, a Group horse. Hundred yeah. percent. It's very good, very nice horse. Exciting win. He'll be, up, he'll be competitive in Group Ones, you would imagine. Even maybe as close as say a Goodwood in Adelaide, Jules. What horse is this? What you need, Mickey Price, Michael Kent Jr. Uh, down the straight. He's a ripper. Yeah, one he early is. in the day. He's a ripper. Yeah, race two. I mean, it's we analyze markets, we try and work out. I mean, it was it was quite a drift. A dollar seventy five out to two dollars ten, and they sort of came for Fasudo. I can understand that, but um, yeah, they def- the the bookies definitely let you on that horse, but. Let's put it this way. They won't be letting you on next start. No. <laughs> 13 yeah. minutes past eight, Gareth Hall, Jules Valance, Jack Dickens, Dean Watling with you. This is the Racing Review on Giddy Up. Let's take a break and then we'll come back with our Please Explains plus your text messages. Get them in 0499 736 736. I think Oscar has rounded up some terrific prizes this morning for the best text messages. 0499 736 736.